Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Rushville. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Rush County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show. Hammer's over there. My name is Nigel. We'll go straight to the drivehubler.com hotline and bring on Tommy Pickett, RNC Rapid Response Director. He is a must-follow on Twitter, at RNC Research. All right, Tommy, so I'm on the Drudge Report, right? So take it for what it's worth. And I'm looking at the big headlines. There's a big roaring picture of a roaring bear. It's And one of the headlines is, end of bear. And another headline, stock soar. Another headline, strong jobs. So are we in a better place than we were uh, a couple of months ago? What do you make of the latest jobs report? Well, the one thing that they're not mentioning there is the fact that earnings are slowing down. The people that are paying the price and have been paying the price for Biden's destructive agenda are working Americans, and their earnings, wages, are once again going down. That's what today's jobs report showed, inflation wiping out wages. The reality, the Americans have told us the reality that they're facing economically, and that's why 80 percent of Americans say the economic situation is negative for the country, and 80 percent as well say that Biden's economic policies are doing them no good. In fact, over half say that they're hurting them. So that's the economic reality people are facing. Yeah, it's funny uh, you, it's funny you don't yet. see that in the headlines in corporate mainstream media. Or blue checkmark Twitter. They're doing backflips. Look at this amazing jobs report. And you're telling us earnings, the most important part of this whole thing, earnings are down? Well, earnings are slowing. And then when it comes to real wages, they've been wiped out. They're down. Real wages have been negative. They've been down basically since Biden passed his $1.9 trillion stimulus. So earnings are slowing, meaning they have even less, people are taking home even less money. Uh, compared to inflation, where inflation is surging, meaning real wages are negative. So we're seeing working Americans being hammered by Biden's agenda. And the polls don't lie. When you have 80% of Americans agreeing on something, 80% of Americans hardly agree on anything. And they, and they all agree that the economic situation is negative. So the Democrats, they're going to say, Look at all of these jobs we've added. It's above and beyond what the expectations are. Look at Joe Biden. He's a lean, mean, job-creating machine. (laughs) But the real reality is everybody's still getting a pay cut. Everyone's still getting a pay cut. And on top of that, look at where the jobs are being created. We had Democrat-led states that are shying away. They're, they're, They're barely creating jobs versus in red states, we have a job creation boom because of Republican policies. People are fleeing with their feet from Democrat-led states to Republican-led states. Businesses are going to Republican-led states. That's where the job creation is. The West Coast, California, is already practically in a recession, according to many economists, because of the failures of their policies. And yet those policies in California are the exact type of policies Joe Biden wants to implement in Washington, D.C. This job creation is in spite of Joe Biden, not because of him. Tommy Piggott is our guest. He is the RNC Rapid Response Director. Um, Yesterday, Joe Biden was speaking to commencement at the Air Force Academy, and he does what Joe Biden does. He goes up there, he lies, and then he falls down. At what point does this stop becoming funny and become like a serious problem for those people 
Tommy. Like, it's easy for Republicans to say, look how feeble this guy is. I'm somebody that wants the Republican nominee to win. I don't make any ifs, ands, or buts about it. But there comes a point in time where it feels like it's elder abuse and it's not funny anymore. Well, I, I don't think it's funny either, actually. It was really concerning. I remember seeing that, watching that live, and it was a hard fall. It was, it was really concerning, really worrying. Uh, but it's not the first time that he's shown uh, that something like this has happened where Joe Biden has fallen. Uh, and it's also not the first time where Joe Biden uh, has confused names or for whatever reason has shown that he doesn't have grasp of the facts. And to be perfectly honest, Connecting to that, Joe Biden has been lying for decades, and it just gets worse. In that same commencement address, he insisted that he was nominated to the Naval Academy when there's no record of that ever happening. He just completely made that up. So (laughs) there's so many warning signs here. He said Uh, he created the Quad, too, didn't he? And that was a Donald Trump initiative. Yeah, he he said that the Quad didn't exist before when actually it was founded. uh, The first iteration was founded back in something like 2007. It went away for a bit. President Trump reestablished it, and Joe Biden continued it, but he definitely didn't create it. He didn't reestablish it. It was there before, and he claimed that he created the quad, which is just flat out not true. He just completely made that up. He completely lied about it. So there are so many warning signs, and, and quite frankly, what I think this goes to is, one, Joe Biden is just not a confident president. We see crisis after crisis. He has no initiative, no desire to actually address these crises he's creating, and two, He's a liar. And I don't like saying that about the president of the United States. But when he just tells things that are flat out not true, there's no other word you can use for it. We have a website called factcheckbiden.com. And every single day there is something that is just flat out wrong. Uh, And so that's extremely concerning, I think, for every American. And I think the fall, back to the fall for a second. I mean, it just feeds into this narrative. Even the Democrats think he's too old. And this really, I I don't think that was very good for him. I mean, Democrats, there's polls out that say age is a factor here and who I want to vote for in this upcoming. I can't remember the last time a president fell down like that. He's done it multiple. I mean, he he took it like Gerald Ford falling down the steps, Air Force One, maybe. Like, I can't remember the last time that's happened. And it's it's should be concerning to his campaign that something like that happens when age has been is has been a factor in terms of polling. Well, and if you look at the polls, that is the majority of Democrats are saying that quite openly. Yes. So it's, it's, yes. it's a bipartisan concern. Uh, and I think I think back to uh, JFK, for example, the Cuban Missile Crisis, how many hours he had to stay awake. I mean, it's kind of you hear the looking back oh, yeah. and at that incident and it takes a ton of energy it's the hardest job in the world it's the hardest job in the entire world and joe biden instead of actually doing his job completely ignores these problems goes on vacation as much as possible uh he, he never was competent he's he's extra not competent now he never did tell the truth he's in, he's lying at an extreme pace now and he's and he's using this job almost as a taxpayer funded vacation instead of a job that's actually meant to help the american people so you mentioned taxpayer funded vacation you're absolutely right when is this dude going to get out and campaign because the fact that he has not done any sort of campaign activity i mean technically we haven't really got a strong i'm in it i'm running again i'm the guy joe biden speech yet he doesn't do any sort of campaign rallies or stumps that kind of stuff feeds into the narrative and i don't necessarily think that it's wrong 
that a lot of people feel like he still is not going to be the guy when the rubber meets the road. He might not be the nominee. Are you surprised he has not campaigned at all? Well, I think he's trying to do the exact same thing he tried to do in 2020, which was just hide in the basement as much as possible. But the problem now is that he can't do that because he actually has a record. He has the record as president that's a complete disaster. And so part of that, I think, is he wants to hide as much as possible. And the second part is, I don't think he has the courage to face the American people. I don't think he has the courage to go out and see the devastating impacts of his policies. I think he'd rather stay in his bubble. I think he'd rather stay at his beach house. I think he'd rather stay in the basement. And that's exactly what he's doing. And so this campaigning narrative, I've heard some liberals say, oh, he's governing. Well, he finds time to go on vacation. He finds time to to go to the beach. He just doesn't find time to speak to the American people. That's one of the most important jobs of a president is to connect with the American people. And he's flat out refusing to do that. Tommy Piggott is our guest. He's the RNC Rapid Response Director. Uh, Last night, the Senate voted overwhelmingly to pass the debt ceiling bill. You know, we've been talking about this a lot, Tommy. There's a lot of stuff that I did not like that the Republicans kind of caved on. And that's my terminology. I think they caved here. I think they could have been tougher on the IRS agents. I heard Senator Lindsey Graham complaining not enough money was going to Ukraine What did you think of the way that this whole thing played out? I think there's two points to remember just in terms of to contextualize this. The first is that Joe Biden and Democrats insisted for 97 days that the only deal that they would accept is a quote unquote clean debt ceiling increase with absolutely nothing attached, no spending cuts at all. That's not what happened here. We saw $2.1 trillion in spending cuts, according to the CBO over six years, which is the first time in history, at least in modern history, that that's happened. That is a major change from where we were 100 days ago. And I think the second point in terms of context to remember on this is that this is just getting started. This is not the end-all, be-all. This isn't the end of these discussions. The next big appropriations battle will be appropriations, will be the budget. And so we're going to have a massive battle here in terms of going after the rest of those absurd number of IRS agents, making sure that we secure the border, making sure that we have even more fiscal responsibility. But I think the context of Joe Biden, when this whole process started, insisted he would accept nothing but a clean debt ceiling increase. And I use that word clean kind of ironically because it would have been a terrible thing for the country. He was accepting nothing but that. But instead, we have a, we have a deal on the table that has spending cuts and the largest spending cuts in modern history. Hey, Tommy, you've been calling in for the program here for a, a year or two now, and we always always give us great analysis and insight but we never get to know Tommy Piggott, the dude. Like, like, what, what are you doing this weekend, man? Like, what did you, what did you do for uh, Memorial Day weekend? Did you watch the Indy Five Hundred at all? And and then, you know, like, what's what's the plan this weekend? What's a typical Tommy Piggott weekend in D.C.? Well, uh, last weekend I actually went up to my. Uh, I'm from New Jersey, so I went up to New Jersey. Went to my parents' house. We had a cookout. I got to see my niece and nephew, which right was a on. lot of fun. Um, and so, yeah, I get to, get to see them whenever I can. So got to see them and uh, hang out. And this weekend, it's just sort of recovering from that weekend, I guess, and just <laughs> sort of making sure the house is still uh, in shape. Yeah, I feel like every single time I go out of town, I come home and there's always something I notice in my house. So Does your you family know, yell at you for being on the phone so much? Because you have one of those jobs where it's not like you can just go off no the grid kidding, for a yeah. couple of days. Like, Do you ever get the stop looking at your phone speech? 
I do, I do. And I find myself sometimes reacting to things on my phone uh, that I, no one else can see, obviously. And so the other thing I get a lot is, what's going on? And then nine times out of ten is not a big deal. It's just I'm a, it's a very expressive person, I guess. Uh, but, uh, no, I definitely get that a lot for sure. Tommy Bigot, RNC Rapid Response. Check out some of his work on Twitter at RNC Research. Tommy, great job. We'll talk next week. Hey, thanks for having me on. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.